Episode 72 of the A-League show. I'm here with my main man, David Norwood. David, how you doing? I'm pretty good. It's great to wake up and it's not freezing cold. Yeah, I mean, it's still a little cold. It's still a little cold. I I was cold in my room because I had the window up like during the day yesterday. Yeah. And then so when I got home, I put it down, but it was cold in my room all night. And I was like, oh, it was annoying. Bold, huh? <laughs> all that pollen out, man. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, me right. yeah. That that pollen been getting to me too. It been hitting me heavy, but you know, you, we gonna. It's not. It it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad this week. I was gonna say it's not as bad as it's been in past years, but it's not peak pollen season yet. This is the early season, the early stages, and it really gets bad in the middle of April. Yeah. But I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. This this year looks like it's gonna be really rough. Because it's already hitting me in the face last week of March. I got so many car washes already. <laughs> facts, facts. Because you gotta look good all the time. Uh, I'm chilling or whatever. But yeah, man. Uh, we we just doing uh, what we doing earlier this week. Uh, I did McDonald's. That was pretty cool. Uh, boys um, and girls. Yeah, boys and girls. Uh, so I, I saw the end of the girls game because I had to go to work. And, yeah. You know, the, the girls game started at five. So I saw the end of the girls game, third quarter, second quarter, I'm fourth quarter. And then um, what would I do? Oh, yeah, I watched the boys game. And R.J. Barrett, the, both the number ones in the boys and girls side, they deserve to be number one. And you don't see that every single year. And uh, there's no one on the girls side. Uh, it's this girl named Kristen Williams, I believe. Her last name is is Williams. Yeah. She's going to UConn, so uh, she's going course. to UConn. <laughs> yeah, she's going to UConn. Number one player and number five player is also going to UConn. That's the uh, the girl that dunked that I interviewed and stuff. Oh wow. Yep, yep. So, um, yeah. They uh, Georgia. Uh, but the. Uh, Oh, in, any Georgia players? Or uh, you said they from Georgia? They're from Georgia. Uh, nah, just the center. The center's from Georgia. I don't know exactly where the number one player's from. Uh, but she's cold, man. She's cold because she can score. And she, it's, she makes it look – she's kind of like James Harden oh, wow. in a way. That That's who she reminds me of when I see her game and stuff. She just scores with ease no matter what defenses she's facing and all that. And, yes, yeah, it's just, just an all-star game, but – you know, all those girls are trying to prove they're the best. Yeah, true. <laughs> so, and it was the same with the boys. Like, R.J. Barrett's level, level of competitiveness is on a whole nother stratosphere. Uh, <laughs> like, the entire time, he was like, he wasn't laughing at the little in-game entertainment while the rest of the bench was. And while they were telling jokes, he was just straight face looking at the game thinking about what he was going to do when he comes back in i can imagine that's just the look i got from looking at him and stuff on the bench 
And uh, in the game, going hard every single offensive play. When things didn't go his way, he was upset. Like, R.J. Barrett's legit, man. Yo, what does he look like? Uh, What? What does he look like? Oh, uh, he, he's like... Uh, like but, but before Andrew before Wiggins I saw comparisons. before I saw him in person, I, I would say Andrew Wiggins just looking at his highlights and yeah. stuff. But he has a he has a decent shot, man. He has a pretty good shot. So I would say Yeah, pretty much Andrew Wiggins, but he just seems so poised. Wiggins did too at that age, so yeah. so I don't know, but like yeah, I definitely see Andrew Wiggins. They're, those Canada boys, man, they all hoop the same. Canada's on the come up. You know it's God, that is uh, Steve Nash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that until this week. So, uh, shouts out to RJ. And his dad is, is is a great guy. That's another thing I want to talk about with McDonald's is um, with uh, Zion's dad. Zion's dad was there with him, like, the entire media day, like, following him and stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, I wanted to pull him to the side and be like, hey, man, you know, I, I can assume that, you know, LeVar kind of gave you some tips on hey, they're going to paint you out to be this if you do X, Y, Z. Yeah. And so he's kind of trying not to do that. Yeah. So, you know, when I dragged him to the side to tell him that, he was like, hold on, <laughs> I got I to gotta be here and listen to this because, you know, he didn't want anybody to mess up. Oh, gotcha. And to hear that was like, it's crazy, man, because yeah. <laughs> these are 17-year-old kids. These are 18-year-old kids, yeah. and they have to – you know watch out their backs and everything they say and the parents have to watch what they say and everything because uh the way the lavar ball thing bro. oh yeah it's double like violation too yeah. exactly exactly so uh, zion does he really look that good in person like his zion's foot, good i mean like his like his, his body makeup he's, he's got foot oh yeah 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 he he's uh he's not fat he's not as big as he was in a couple of those highlights wearing yeah. them big old red jerseys i was like Duh, yeah yeah 270 he, he's like, he's a big dude but he's a big dude and like muscular like um, he not he's not like big fat like because in those like, couple like those Ivan. highlights yeah dur- during the season he's kind of like he's built bro he's kind of like uh ivan just with muscle yeah yeah because ivan was was big but he wasn't as big as zion is and I think Zion might be a little shorter than, than Ivan. Ivan was like 6'7", I think. Yeah. Zion's like 6'4", 6'6". Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't expect him to be that short. I thought he was going to be like 6'8", the way he's dunking on dudes and yeah. on those highlights. But he's like 6'4", 6'5", 6'6", maybe. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Zion, he, he looks good, man. He's got that uh, footwork. Because, you know, of course, all you see in his highlights are the dunks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I never seen him actually play. I never watched a game from him or anything. But he's got nice footwork in a post. Like you said, I think he said, uh, I did, did you say that, Julius Randle? Uh, it's probably, probably Jeremy. Yeah, someone said, excuse me, he could uh, turn out to only be a Julius Randle. And I could, I think that that's the floor. His floor is Julius Randle. I know. I know you said your guy, <laughs> a- Anthony Bennett, but uh, I think his floor is Julius Randle. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, oh, crap! I got him confused again. <laughs> I was talking. I posted a picture of a group of, of Anthony Bennett, and yeah, all I got yeah. confused with Zion. <laughs> so I didn't do that on purpose, but, um, <clears throat> but yeah, the, um, I was trying to figure out like how. Like what position is he gonna play in college? Or what position he gonna play in pros? Because <clears throat> he's just in those measurements I saw. It's just like I'm like that don't, that don't look right. Just, yeah. Because I'm like 
Then you got the guys that are already there. You got Reddish, you got Barrett, and I was oh like, yeah. I was like, yeah. Who's? Reddish probably gonna go with the two. No, but then he's had to come off the bench. So I guess uh, Zion will have to play the four in college, and the three in the NBA. Yeah, you have to play the four. Play the four. Yeah. I mean, but that that's a huge decrease from freaking Bagley. Did, did Bagley play the four this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah cause Carter played the five. Yeah. So, uh, Bagley's like six eleven. Yeah. Yeah, uh, future hawk. But um, yeah, yeah, Jeremy, what's good with you, bro? What's up, man? Yeah, uh, not much. We just catching up on uh, McDonald's. I was giving <coughs> my McDonald's recap. Who were you uh, really impressed with? I mean, I didn't really hear all that. I, I think RJ and um, Christian Williams on the girls' side, both the number one players in the country, proved that they are number one players in the country. And that was very surprising to me because, like, RJ, you know, his highlights, I didn't see anything yeah. really outstanding, but his competitiveness is on another level. Well, that's good. That's good. Uh, what, did, what did you think of Cam Reddish? That was, that's Cam, Cam Reddish is, is a decent shooter. Decent shooter. Uh, good scorer. He's just a he's com- he looks comfortable on the floor. Okay. With, with all those All Americans, um, Trey Jones. I didn't really see much from him, but uh, he's a point guard that can rebound. I, I didn't really see much from him though. Zion, I was telling him about. I didn't know Zion had that footwork. Yeah. He's, he's got yeah. great footwork down on the post. I, uh, and we were trying to figure out who said this past week that uh, kind of reminds him of Julius Randle. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he slimmed down a lot. So, I mean, I salute him for slimming down because that's what he's going to have to do to survive. I mean, he's not going – like, that athleticism is not going to carry him to the NBA. Like yeah. RJ asked him in, in an interview. He was like, um, he's like, how, how are you so big and that athletic? And he was like, I don't know. Right. Yeah, that's, just, that's just God giving. Yeah, yeah, like, he's God just blessed. Right. I mean, I'm, he's going to have to sl- continue to slim down and he's going to have to – you know, learn how to play basketball because really, when I watch his highlights and his, his film, it's like sixty percent of what makes him special is because he can dunk. That's what I thought when I saw his highlights. But watching him, him play, in person, I, I mean, I, 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 he kind of surprised me also. Yeah, with some of the he stuff he's play. able to do. So yeah. I mean, I didn't know he could play. I didn't, like when I didn't you either. watch his highlights, all, that's all you see. Dunks. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, and that's all he does because. When you're playing against five, ten white kids, <laughs> and he's just going dunking on them, you know. Yeah, I mean that's that's just him playing in a weak league, I guess. I mean, but I mean, I, I was really, you know, impressed with what I saw. I mean, I didn't see the whole game, and I, I saw some of like the, you know, the workouts and practices or whatnot. But I, I thought he looked good, you know, as far as showing that he's more than a dunker. Now, I mean, I don't really know how that translates to the NBA, you know, because Julius Randle's an all right player. Yeah, but, yeah, but he's not. Like, I'm not I, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying his floor is Julius Randle. Yeah. But, I mean, but, Dave, David thinks his floor is Anthony Bennett, of course. I mean, he's similar to Anthony Bennett. Like, Julius Randle, Randle and Anthony Bennett were the same player hey, coming G, in. G Lee, Anthony Bennett is a, <laughs> is a beast. <laughs> he going ham in the G Lee, but I wanted to wait. For uh, Jeremy to come to, to talk about the next thing real quick. Um, something I came across last night, like real late last night. Uh, the reason why they stopped the Deadpool series. The Deadpool animated <coughs> series with Donald Glover in them. So, I don't know if this is um, but uh, the, the what you call. But um, this is the entire scene minus the screen direction below. This is from Donald Glover, I would assume. I mean, I get it. Maybe they just want to sell toys, and this style of comedy isn't it. It's more, ha-ha, but I'm mad. 
I get that. Do they think that they canceled the show because of racism? Yeah, but all the writers were black, and the references were pretty black too. I heard they went over the lunch budget ordering Jamaican food at least once a week. You're right, Black Panther. Maybe we're alienating our white audience. No, we did a whole goat yoga episode. Dang, what was it? No, the Taylor Swift episode? Nah, no, they had to love that script. Are you effing kidding me? That episode's hilarious. What? That Marvel said? The Marvel stuff I said in it? All I said was Marvel was trying to sell toys to 7-year-old boys and 50-year-old pedophiles. That's just funny. They're cool. They get it. Oh, now, I'm the a-hole. That's fine, Sudan. What do I want? I want to know why. I want the real story. If you have enough data, you can predict the future. That's all that's left. Google, Amazon, Facebook. Yeah, at Facebook. Kick them while they're down. It just feels like, excuse me, everyone wants something different, but no one wants to do anything different to get it. Doesn't Marvel have enough feel-good minority shows that everybody supports but doesn't watch? That's deep. I mean, I think our show would have been funny. I just guess it's a place to be honest, and I guess that is a place. It's freedom. And this is Donald Glover saying that? I think so. Okay. And Donald Glover tweeted... Uh, before he deleted it for the record i wasn't too busy to work on deadpool yeah i saw i saw that uh i, I don't really know i don't i mean i wasn't really i don't know Deadpool's a, a character that you can do different things with so i mean i don't i don't really know what kind of differences you would have on an animated series i mean it seemed like he was trying to do like some atlanta stuff based off of reading that he said he wanted yeah. to do black stuff and funny stuff like realistic I mean, they things that you they, wouldn't expect. From they should have allowed him to play with the character because if you watch the Deadpool movie, like that's out or you know that came out a couple years ago, it's it's different than anything that Marvel has done. I mean, well, you know, Fox is it's the owner of Deadpool, so it's but it's a little different, and they even kind of followed a similar formula when they did Logan. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't have had any problem with him doing something different, you know, with the series and. Allowing it to be, you know, a little more, I don't know how to say this, urban. urban. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's just, I don't know, man. It, it would have it would have been cool to, to see it, like you said, like draw in a, a different audience yeah. or something. Obviously, with FX, Atlanta's working. Yeah. It's probably their most popular show, I would assume. Look, man, and then, and then even looking at Marvel, from Marvel's standpoint, you know, Look at the Netflix series Luke Cage. Luke Cage right, was right, the most right. popular, <laughs> you know, one of those. I think they got maybe four or five series that are involved in the Netflix branch of, you know, Marvel. And Luke Cage is by far probably the, the most popular. And, right, right. You know, it, it had that take on it. But but you know that yeah. And then the CW series is one that no one really watches. Right. Exactly. So so I mean that's what he's saying. He's like, don't we have enough feel good yeah, we minority have shows? I mean, they're that, all the that same. Everybody shows. supports, but nobody watches. Yeah. I mean, to like he said, to get different results and to keep people wanting more, you have to do something different. different right. And this is would be the first time that Marvel, outside of Luke Cage, that Marvel has done that. Right. So I mean, I applaud him for being honest. And then you know, I mean, I just think. He's a great pick for it if you want to do something different yeah. because he's got the Atlanta background, but he's also, he came up a nerd. <laughs> yeah, so. he, he loves comic books. He's all into that stuff. And then he loves Superman, uh, Spider-Man, excuse me. So it's just like, 
Come on, man. Yeah, like, I would. I would definitely have him involved. Roll the dice. So yeah, if it ain't it. broke, don't fix it. I mean, Deadpool is a character where like they are, they have shown in the past that they're willing to take chances on Deadpool. You know, even back with the X Men, you know, the one they had. After people saw that version of him, people were mad. Ryan Reynolds got out front of it, and look what you got with the last Deadpool movie. So now, you know, why not roll it again and see what? Because it's like, like I said, it's a character that can be played around with because of the nature of, you know, his the content that goes along with it. So, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I agree with Donald. So, I'm I'm a little confused though because I was just thinking about it. Spider-Man's a part of Marvel, correct? Like yeah. right. they they just signed them right a couple years ago. Well, they that, bought it. They like bought it from Fox. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, yeah. It's like a split deal. Yeah, it's a huge. Oh, it's a split deal. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah. so it's like half half Fox half. Like okay, can. well that kills my question then. Yeah. <laughs> what was your question? Because I was like, Marvel's under Disney, right? Well, Marvel Studios is Disney. Yeah, but Marvel Studios is Disney. Fox owns certain characters within Marvel. From Marvel. Like the X-Men, which I think Disney just bought. Yeah, it's not official. Yeah. It's not official, but that that's that's something that's coming. Is you know, that's that's kind of been some of the holes in the in the storytelling of some of these movies is because like you can't mention like half of the universe yeah, yeah, because yeah, you have you don't Fox. Own yeah, cuz you right. don't own them, so yeah, it's, it's politics and movies. Just like Hulk isn't owned by Marvel; it's owned by Universal. Yeah, and he can't. You can't do a movie by him. No. Yeah, you, you can use his character, but you can't. You can't make a Hulk. Oh, movie. A, that's like why there hasn't been a solo yeah, movie. Like, yeah. like Sony owns Spider-Man, but like they can use him. But like as you can see, they got Iron Man. You know, it's like Iron Man to be in this Sony movie. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a, a partnership. You scratch my back, and I scratch yours. I don't. I don't want to see a Hulk movie. Like a, another I mean, one. We don't need one. I mean, yeah. I don't need another. He's not one. a great solo character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, like, shoot, that last Thor movie was like a. It was, it was a basically Hulk. a Hulk movie. It was yeah. like without Connor Hulk movie. Yeah. Kind of remind me like in rap, you know, like the whole Lil Wayne situation. They had like a two chains and Lil Wayne mixtape oh, without Connor. Oh, without yeah. Connor and Lil Wayne albums since he can't since he got his music uh, rights going on right now. Yeah, yeah. It's just like the. Uh, that Alex Rodriguez of superheroes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A Rod's with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Even yeah. ESPN, Fox. Dang. Why did you say that? I have seen him on some of everything. Yeah, yeah. He's on everything, man. Uh, yeah, the situation sounds like from what you just said, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, like I didn't I had no idea he was all in the comics. I really don't I really don't know the guy. Like first time I seen the guy was on uh first time I seen him was like on Atlanta. Yeah, yeah I didn't yeah. know he had to Oh, passionate stuff. Just... Yeah, he he came up through. Um, he came up with a kind of a a white, not even white, but white and black nerd hipster culture. Uh, that, that's the way he came up being famous. Yeah, uh, one of his standups is called Weirdo, right? Yeah, Weirdo. Yeah, uh, right. that was 2011. I was like, dang, that like Tyler Perry trying to make a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I mean, that's <laughs> always been that's him. always been his style. So like, yeah, yeah he's I thought always it would have been, been a, a little unorthodox. Yeah, so I, I, mean, I thought it was a perfect fit. So. Yeah, I mean, I guess just the, the politics. But yeah. yeah, just uh, I mean, I mean, like uh, I wonder like if he could create his own superhero. Just like would that sell this off his name since he has a following? So I mean, I wonder if that work. Cause, he could definitely do it now. I mean, I think he has to pull too, if if he wanted to do that with this team. Yeah, cause shout out to royalty. I mean, like it's you know it's cool seeing like characters from the fifties and sixties get on the big screen, but you know we still create new heroes. And, you know. Just like they did in the fifties and sixties. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would like to see him involved in 
like even Spider-Man movies coming moving forward. Like I think he could help with Spider-Man. There are certain yeah. characters that could use his touch. I mean, he was in that last Spider-Man, but I didn't watch it, so I don't know like how I don't know what he did or how involved he was. He was really just a side character, yeah. and I was really disappointed with how they used him. But I'm not even talking about just like as far as being in the film. I'm talking about just like as far as writing and you know being a part of the you know creation of the script. I mean, I would be cool with him doing being a part of that. So, I mean, I didn't like how they used him. It was, it was just really a way just to throw him in the movie. Kind of like that movie he was in, which the scary movie that was hyped up, like he was going to be a big star in the movie and he got killed in the first 30 minutes. What's that movie called? The Lazarus Effect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh man, I, 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 mean, I mean, seeing the end of that, like I saw like... Uh, the, the first few minutes because it was playing when yeah. I was at my uncle's house yeah. and then it was kind of like you know the volume was low and everybody was talking I was like oh this is uh, a Donald Glover movie so then you know I see I see the little scene where he does the thing with the stapler and he falls down and he plays it off which they said was improv yeah like he did that on the spot and stuff but um yeah, I didn't know he died in the first 30 minutes. Yeah, he died like within the first 30 minutes. I was just like, I was in the movie theater just like, what? Yeah. Wait, what? Wait, wait, uh, hold on, hold on. Y'all marketed this guy like he's yeah, going to be yeah. a part of the movie. Like, like, he, he died. Was, yeah. yeah, you got to use that star. Yeah. I, then, I saw the, um. he, he was at the BET Awards. For, when? To, to promote that movie. Oh, God. <laughs> like he went to present an award and he said, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm Donald Glover. I'm going to be in the Lazarus Effect on June 30th. And everyone's ah! <laughs> and the movie only was like an hour and ten minutes long. It was, oh, it, was it was awful. It was. I, I saw I saw a movie he did with uh, Steve Carell. But it was a it was a Disney movie. It was like he was playing like the the best friend or something, or like the family friend. And Steve Carell was a dad. You know Steve Carell does like serious roles now. But before we move on to the next topic, I want to shout out uh, Stephanie Robinson. She's like 24, 25 years old. Uh, she wrote the last episode of Atlanta. It's probably the most realistic episode so far this season. So, shouts out to her. It's a good episode. Yeah, I don't even know what happened now. It was, thing I, it was funny. I liked that episode. That was funny. Yeah, I, I don't, don't want to spoil it for you, David. Uh, but yeah. I mean, you go ahead. It's like, I, I, I probably won't be able to watch it. <laughs> you should check it out. It's, it's funny. It right. is amazing. Because a lot of the stuff that happened, I was like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like you, everybody knows someone like that. Yeah. And that was kind of like riding around with my pops when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna go home after I do this, son. I gotta do this right quick. Let me let me I gotta make this run right quick. Hold on, let me uh I promise, I promise. Two more stops. Two more stops. Two more stops. And then you get there and it, it was it, it's, it definitely was realistic. Everybody has been there before. So. When he walked in at the beginning with the Bluetooth, yeah. and then he was like, yeah, bro, you good? He was like, oh, I'm on the phone. <laughs> oh, man. That was so realistic, but yeah, you, you got to watch that episode. The Paperboy, they, I'm glad they had an episode with just Paperboy. Right, right. That oh, was yeah, cool. Yeah, that, yeah. I, I really like, I mean, I really like Paperboy because he, he's, he, he's, he, he, he's not trying to be funny, yeah. but he's just hilarious because he's just like. He, he a big dude. He a big dude and he's just he being be, real. Yeah. Was, uh, when, when I was on set, actually, the uh, his understudy, I thought, was actually funnier than him. Hmm. Like, he was like, I wasn't really laughing when Paperboy was saying the jokes, but when the understudy was saying, I was like, you know, holding back, you know, cracking up and stuff. But, I mean, I they definitely made the right choice with yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the real Paperboy. Some of the looks he gave. Like, he didn't even have to say nothing. He yeah, just yeah, looked he at the dude. <laughs> he was just like... Man, if you don't take me home and cut my hair, we really need to get Paperboy on the show. Come to the show, Paperboy. Come on, uh, pull up to the show, Paperboy. You know he, he went to Morehouse and uh, and Harvard. 
Oh, wow. I think he went to Harvard for grad school, and then he went to Morehouse undergrad. That's what's so, up. Yeah, what's shout up? out Paperboy, man. But yeah, like let's move on to these unrealistic fans. <laughs> All right, so earlier this week, you know, Jeremy, if y'all don't know, Jeremy's Facebook account is like a public forum for sports. Yeah. He'll post like Super Bowl predictions, and then someone's going to disagree with it in the yeah. comments, uh, yeah. and they go back and forth, and they yeah, have so. very intelligent conversation. So, uh, yeah. yeah, man, this uh, week. Uh, oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, like, if I want to know what's going on in sports, like, he, he said stuff I didn't know going on, like, like baseball. I, I was like, he was like, the Braves going to be very good. I was like, oh, I thought they were going to hit this year. So I was like, okay, I'm going to look at the Braves now. Yeah, th- this is supposed to be the first year where the Braves are, like, they're done with tanking. Yeah, that's sure. To. We'll see when we see the results on the field. We'll see when we see the results on the field. Yeah, yeah he, yeah, put, yeah, he put you up on stuff, man. Like, if you want to know anything going on, like, any, like you know, like I look at my timelines, like football, basketball, baseball. Like, he covers everything, and then like he gets, and people are talking about it. Just, <laughs> right. I exactly. Like, I, I like to see the analytics on that because that's like really impressive. Cause they be having like twenty comments and stuff. Like I don't even want to reply because I was like, my well, stuff is gonna get lost. <laughs> if you want to join the sports forum, just add Jeremy as a friend on Facebook. I promise you, you're, you're getting you're getting it. So absolutely, that like, is absolutely true. After the OBJ he's a walking, rumors. talking sports encyclopedia. Encyclopedia, that's what I call it. Oh God, come on! I know you ain't talking king. Yeah. We all know who, who the encyclopedia. Yeah. It, it ain't right me. King. Yeah. It ain't no, 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 no. Shot. Shot. Jeremy knows his stuff. You know everything. You know everything. <laughs> I know about sports. You can tell me who's the radio host in Houston. No, 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 no. <laughs> what, what's the third most popular? Charlie uh, Pulello. <laughs> Like, who's the play by play in the World Series this past year? Like, <laughs> oh, that was Joe Buck. <laughs> Joe right, Buck. I think, so. yeah, uh huh. <laughs> and Smoltz was the color commentator, or he was last year. I don't know that. He's on MLB Network, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, yeah. All I can remember is this uh, you know, I ain't a baseball guy, but I remember David Ortiz. I remember seeing him. He know, but can't tell you everybody was on camera. Yeah, <laughs> at any point. Yeah, even the oh, at the All Star game, everything. Even the PA assistant. He was. <laughs> <laughs> Baseball has some good, good uh, people last year in the in the All Star game in the postseason yeah. on TV. Like, yeah. yeah, it has some big stars, but I guess that's because that's the that's generation the I grew up with. I mean, no, that's just so. like that's how you draw people as far as promoting the game. Right, right, yeah. right. Pedro. Pedro yeah. was a good guy to get that they had. And they know I their stuff. Did Jimmy Rollins do it? I want to say he did. Yeah, yeah. I think Jimmy I Rollins did it, too. Point. Yeah, Jimmy Rollins did it. A-Rod. Yeah, A-Rod's uh, in the booth now. And they were making yeah. a big deal about, on social media about how he, uh, how on the um, the ESPN telecast uh, uh, got a um, guest appearance from J-Lo. Oh, yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. J-Lo came in the booth. Right. But sure. I was just talking about how A-Rod's like... The, uh, he's on everything. He's on everything. It's so crazy <laughs> how A-Rod has pretty much reinvented himself because everybody everybody looked at A-Rod and thought, oh, okay, you know, this is one of those guys that was involved in all the PED stuff yeah, that was steroids. going on in the 2000s. Now, and, and now it's like he's, you know, he's pretty much reinvented himself. Like he's doing the ESPN thing. He got a show on CNBC. Because he admitted it. He came right. out and said, I'm sorry. I took steroids. Okay. It wasn't like one of those you things. Where, and like, he didn't yeah. get to break the record. 
Yeah, he, he didn't get to break the record. Yeah. But I feel like the record is really the yeah, record yeah, is tainted, tainted it's anyway because of what yeah, happened right. with Barry Bonds. Yeah, I never. I, at no point did I ever think A. Rod's going to break the record. Just a lot of people thought so. Him and Albert Pujols were like the two. Ken guys Griffey so Jr. was supposed to break the record. Yeah, it was. Supposed yeah, to be, oh well, you know, er, earlier in his career, but you know. I mean, all those because he got injuries. Injuries ruined him. Right. right. He had like four or five years. No, the, the fact that he play. had so many injuries and he still yeah, was that, like killing it. Yeah. That shows you. Didn't he hit like over like almost six hundred home runs still, even with all those injuries? I think he was at five fifty. Yeah, I don't think he quite got to 550. It might have been like 530. It's somewhere in the five. I, I know he is over 500. He was over 500. With, uh, oh, he with, over 500, Chicago. yeah. He, he hit 500 with Chicago, the White Sox, I believe. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah, like, yeah, Griffey, man, all that. Um, you know, the season don't really start for the Braves until the 13th. That's when uh, Ronald Yeah, when Ronald Because their offense is awful right now. What, what day is that? Uh, I think uh, Friday. Friday. Friday the 13th. Yeah, I don't yeah. need that because that's oh, like, yeah, that, that, Friday the 13th of all day. days. Yeah. If, I, I don't know if it's a home game, though. Oh, damn. I, I haven't looked at the schedule, the Braves schedule. Oh, right. I'll tell you, man. Like, I don't hey. think it is either. Yeah, oh, okay. Because well, they, they have their first two series already at home. Oh, I home, doubt yeah, they would right. be there for a third. Third, well, third. They have their first home series, I'd be there because they hype that thing up. Like, I listen to sports radio and look at my Twitter. Like, keep talking about this dude, like LeBron James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is. And Dansby's doing a decent job so far. Oh, wow. Ken Griffey hit 600. 30 homers. So I was wow. right. Mm-hmm. When did he six, uh, 600 with the White Sox? I think it was with Chicago. So so I guess that was the 600, not the 500. Yeah. Right. He played his last two years with the Mariners where he started. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I remember that. He was That was a, a wash KG to the back to the Timberwolves move. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. I mean, speaking of wash, like I saw Josh Smith on, on the court side at, at the McDonald's game and I was like, yo, <laughs> the Hawks might as well sign him. Let him get his farewell tour. Let him start the final game of the season. So Ryan Karen can say one more time, we're number five from Atlanta, Oak Hill Academy, Jay Smooth. And, you know, he waves to the crowd. You know? Yeah. As long as he go out there and miss the shots like he did, you know, never mind. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But, but that's the reason why Josh Smith represents the Hawks so well, because he represents Atlanta. Like, sometimes you hate Atlanta because of traffic and, you know, the politics that goes on with the popularity of like cloud chasing. And then the unrealistic yeah, exactly. fans, how they – Swore he was the next LeBron James. <laughs> I mean, I, I watched him and I used to hear the argument like, is he a three or a four? And then, <laughs> and then when Detroit finally put him at the three, three, yeah, yeah, he was a four, man. Was he was like, an undersized four. I was like, dang, because I was, I was for him to be a three, and I was Cause like, he went out. I was for him for to be a three too, and I just, move, I just wanted to, move to be out a good player. I, I didn't care what he played. I, I wanted I, just, I wanted Samuel Dallenberg so bad, bro. <laughs> I wanted wow. Samuel Dallenberg to be the center, and I thought that was gonna take us to like championship. So much for that. <laughs> so much yeah. for that. And Brad Miller, I wanted Brad Miller too. So I much for that. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So much for that. But um, unrealistic fans. <laughs> unrealistic fans. So uh, moving back to to Jeremy's Facebook, uh, you know, after the the Odell trade rumors, um, I guess what do you just post it about Odell and the I trade just, rumors? I just said, please no. Okay, I literally right, just so. posted. Oh, yeah, please no, please no. Yeah, on, oh Falcon yeah, Holly. yeah. The, the Falcon, I, uh, I posted that article because the ringer, the ringer, yeah, the ringer said the ringer. that that they were gonna get it, and Falcoholic was like, uh, "We quite don't agree with that." So Jeremy posted one of those two stories and was like, "Please no." Dude was like, "Oh, don't you want Odell, uh, boy? You, you don't want OBJ, boy? He just play him and Julio together, boy. That be unstoppable, boy, for real." 
So I had to turn on the Atlanta accent. For real. For real. Oh, there, OBJ. Who gonna start that? Who gonna start that? Hey, but it's the cover two, the three. It don't matter. It do not matter. <laughs> so, so, no. He said that. And Jeremy's like, dude, that's not feasible. Like, that doesn't equate winning championships. And then so they had their back and forth. And that's just star chasing. Pretty much yeah. every single big name a Falcons fan is going to be, I want them. I mean, of course, because we're championship star in this town. It just feels different this year because I remember just like last year, it was wait, like, was it year before last? It was like crazy over Bruce Irvin, like when uh, Quinn oh, yeah, first came yeah, in. It yeah. was like, like Bruce that, Irvin. That was supposed to be a done deal, too. It was like, he's coming to Atlanta. I was like, Bruce Irvin, yo. yo he went to the Hawks game, too, bro. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's from Atlanta, so it, oh, made, it yeah. made sense. Yeah. I was like, Bruce, yeah. I was like, Bruce Irvin, like, they hyping this dude up. I was like, y'all know Bruce Irvin don't get a lot of sex. <laughs> yeah. I was like, but, yeah, they were hyped over that. But, yeah, I saw them. I saw the rooms, like, start saying on my Twitter timeline. I was like, man, this is probably the Jeremy. You know, he got these, uh, he, he followed more, like, Dr. fans than I do. Like, and I started seeing on my timeline. I shared the post with him. I was like, oh, I was like, I'm like, for real now? These are people really talking to us. My, my dude in Dallas, he, he had to respond to it. He's like, that's not happening. <laughs> I mean, if it happens, cool. But, like, it's not. I would if if the Falcons for the right price if yeah for the right price exactly if the Falcons tomorrow say hey we got Odell Beckham Jr. okay first of all I'm not signing him to a long term contract just because he's Odell Beckham Jr. there's a lot that comes with him he stays hurt he's a small guy he's not even a big receiver he's a small receiver who plays outside so that means he's going to get hit he's going to be hurt I'm not paying that guy ninety million dollars I'm not I'm just not I'm sorry yeah. I'm not building my franchise around him. Second of all, I if it works, I, I I would if they got him, I wouldn't feel like the Falcons are closer to the championship than as they are now. Like I feel like they could have a better chance to win the championship with the team they have today than they would with Odell Beckham Jr. Just because Muhammad Sanu is the perfect number two. Yeah. Julio Jones is the perfect number one. You just need a slot receiver. So getting Odell Beckham Jr. doesn't fill a need. It just creates confusion with who plays where. Yeah, if if you put Odell on the slot, bro, like that, it, you you think he was throwing a fit when he didn't get exactly. his money last year? Exactly. He was pouting all offseason about how much basketball players make more than football. And I'm like, yeah. dude, this is the sport you chose. Exactly. It's like if you wanted to make money, play baseball, play soccer. Yeah, yeah baseball and soccer players be getting that. Be getting that. They be getting it. It's not even a Falcons like move. Like that's not it's even not. the type of guy they go after. No, they they get low key guys. I mean, like, why would you? Why would you disrupt your culture? Because when teams start to do that, I don't know if people have noticed this, but when Seattle started to disrupt the culture with the core guys they had in there by bringing in guys like Michael Bennett, Sheldon Richardson, Dwayne Brown, that's when their team was at. That's the first time they missed the playoffs with guys like that. But they kept their when they had their room of core guys that came up and grew up together. That's when they were a true threat, right? That's just how it is. I we mean, talked about this last week. Yeah, like this. That's how football works. And basketball, okay. Yeah. Getting Odell Beckham would be equivalent to signing Kevin Durant in basketball. It's just, it, it, it would just work just because Kevin Durant's a dominant basketball player. Right. It's not like that in football. You got to have everything working at the same time and. Has to the culture has to match up with each other. Yeah, I'm team I say I work for is the Patriots, and that's because they have a very strong culture. Yeah, they, and they'll get rid of you if you if you act up, you're gone. <laughs> I mean, if if you know if now okay, like you just said, if the, if Odell was to go to the Patriots, 
that's a big deal because he's not gonna run in there and just run crazy and talk junk. They'll cut him yeah. for nothing. It's like Legarrette Blunt Cinco. going to the Patriots. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like Legarrette make, Blunt's a character. I will. I will. I will trust that locker room being and Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft. Is it Bob Kraft? Whatever his Robert name Kraft. is, Kraft. <laughs> to Kraft keep Odell in check rather than. Yo, I don't trust question. That. Yeah, is Robert Kraft the the Kraft mac and cheese guy? Ooh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Sh- is he? I'm pretty sure he is. I'm is the, sure. are the still are the Steelers owners the Heinz guys? Are they the? I know they play in. I know they play in Heinz Field, and Heinz is I think is based in Pittsburgh, yeah. but. I, I don't know. I don't think they're like owned by them. I think the Roonies are the Steelers on that. Yeah, the, yeah, I yeah, think so. Yeah, Roonies. yeah, right. The Roonies right. are the, Steelers. The Roonies, duh, duh. Uh huh. Yo, rest in peace, Dan Rooney, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not for sure. I mean, I'm, I'm not really too familiar with the Patriots owners. So I just know that. I believe he owns the New, York, New England Revolution. Yeah, yeah. He, he owns right. the soccer team too. Mm-hmm. And then we, uh, United beats them, and Arthur Blank loves that. So. Of course. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, these fans like even now like the Rams. I didn't even know there's many Rams fans like this. Moved to Los Angeles, and everybody got this Laker mentality. Yeah, they're oh, getting man, they're that's... coming out the woodwork. Watch when the Rams all of a sudden start going five and eleven. Who who, who rooted for St. Louis? Uh, nobody. People know. in St. Louis like Kansas City Chiefs. People in St. St. Louis is a Cardinals town. They're a baseball town through and through. Yeah. So the Rams got lost in the sauce, really, in STL. <laughs> so th- that's what really what happened. When they had those those few years where they had the the greatest show on turf, and then you know they had a couple of good years after that, and then they just they were just nothing after. They're that. just man. And out like I and like I said, the Rams are a team everybody's talking about and dancing around. Oh, L.A. got a good football team now, boy. Of course, no. they're going to build it up because it's L.A. Everybody no. wants L.A. to be good. I'm a, Everybody wants New York to be good. I'm telling you right now, the, the Rams are not making the playoffs next year. Whoa, look out. Uh, you hear this? I don't know about that. I know about that. Where, where's their wide receivers? The wide receivers. No way! Did, did Sammy Watkins leave? He Sammy left. Watkins Kansas left. Yeah, oh, he did. he's in Kansas that was City. Their, that was really the difference maker last year. That was that yeah. was the yeah. only reason they were good last yeah. year is because they had two legitimate number two type receivers. Yeah. That's yeah. the only thing that made them a team that scares anyone. Like getting in Dominican Sue. Okay, cool. Uh, getting Marcus Peters. Okay, cool. Getting a thirty-five, four, seven-year-old Akeem to leave means nothing. Okay. uh Marcus Peters got beat a lot last year. Yeah. That that tells me if people who think Marcus Peters is the best cornerback in the NFL, that tell me you did not watch the games. Right <laughs> he's a, he's a big name. He makes a lot of interceptions, but he gambles a lot. He gets beat a lot. He's D'Angelo Hall. That's who he is. Me They're not Joe making man. the playoffs with that. I'm sorry. Oh, the NFC West. I mean, besides 49ers, they really have a threat. I mean, the Seahawks are still a threat. I mean, the 49ers. I feel like are going to win that division. Yeah, they. They have they're, the best football team. Oh, they're, they're looking at OBJ. Now, it would make sense for them. Yeah. It would really make sense for them, but. I mean, if uh, so, I, mean, I look at L.A. last year, it was pretty much like, you know, Gurley. Gurley yeah. and uh, Gurley Woods. And, I mean, Watkins really didn't. But Watkins it, was it, a big piece for him. Do you got to think that name alone just draws attention I to I mean, him. it's like he never really, he never really lived up to like what. They, you know, they thought it was like, everybody was like, no, he's gonna be the Julio. You know, I mean, there's there's a lot to be said about what you're saying. You're right. He ain't he's not a number one receiver. No. But having him on the football field 
draws attention and resources away from stopping Todd Gurley. Now those those that safety that sat over the top, now that guy's in the box to stop Todd Gurley because they have no one to take that guy out of there. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious to see what they do because, I mean, like, if they, what they are 23rd overall, so, I mean, should, like, James Washington or Cortland Southern or Christian Kirk should be available if they do strike out yeah. on. Actually, do they have a first-round pick? Yeah, they got first-round. They have a second-round. The second-round okay. went to uh, Buffalo, Buffalo for, for yeah. Watkins. But, but, yeah, they, uh, no, they they don't have a first-round yeah, pick. Yeah, they, they got a first. I, let me double-check that. Yeah, because they, they traded the second for Watkins. And I'm trying to remember. I don't think they have a third, but I do know they have a first. But they, so I know they made a few moves. Um, so I know they got Peters for really low. Yeah. And then they got uh, no. They traded their first for Peters. I think. Uh, I think they got it from real low because it was just like the price was so ridiculous. Because like people thought like, oh, like so you're telling me that they like, they talked to all the teams and only Kansas City, the only two teams really wanted him. It's like that shows like how bad his reputation was, and, but yeah, I think it was like a third or a fourth round pick when they got for Peters. Cause I was because I was surprised. I thought Cleveland was a shoe in to get him because you know they had uh, Dorsey who drafted him. Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't get him. I was looking at those trades like I was like, what? Uh, they yeah, they're twenty third overall. Yeah, I don't know what other picks they have because, but you know, they traded Ogletree. I know they got some picks and they traded Quinn, so they got some picks off of that. But. That's another thing that'll make the Rams weaker, the Ogletree trade. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Ogletree, like, Ogletree I didn't I didn't really pay attention to him last year. Like, uh, from what I've seen, like, what I read about him, it's just like the, he really didn't fit the 3-4, like, their 3-4, like, like they thought. I he, heard that about Quinn. I mean, I don't know. It's, I mean, he played in the 3-4 at Georgia. So, like, saying that is, you know, I don't really agree with that. I mean, I mean, maybe he wasn't, he didn't live up to being a first-round pick, but. Like, he's their quarterback in their defense. Like, he's a guy that they build that defense around. I mean, so he's not a great player, and he's not a, he's not as good of a football player as Marcus Peters or Indominus Sue, but he was more important to the Rams than they will be. To them, like, getting Indominus Sue, that's, it looks good, and it's going to be – I bet the Coliseum is going to be full this year, but – I mean, when has Indominus Sue played yeah, he, winning football? He's, he's, when is, I mean, he when, fell off when he went to Miami. I mean, he didn't really fall off. He's just not a winning football player. Right. Like, mean, and he has a reputation was, about I mean, him. People yeah. People respect too much. Just defensive tackle. He's a know? defensive tackle, right. Yeah, it's just, yeah, you know, like, uh, I don't know how they're going to do that scheme because, like, it's a 3 4. And, he don't fit a 3 4. Yeah. He improved that in Miami. Yeah. So, I mean, they ran 4 3. Oh, they did. Yeah. I mean, that, when he first got there, they were a three-four, I think. But, yeah, that was three-four when he first got when he first got there. But yeah, four-three now. But they, uh, yeah, I just I'm just like trying to figure because I thought Donald was a weird fit because yeah, sense, like, but he worked. I mean, it, it worked. I mean, I guess cause this must be some kind of hybrid three-four they're gonna run now. Like, because yeah. I'm looking at. Because usually a 3-4 end, you know, jobs to take up blockers. Right. Like, this guy's going to be rushing the passer, and it's just like, you know, your linebackers just got the sacks. Because I was concerned about with L.A. It was like, who are they going to get a linebacker? Because, you know, that's a big part of 3-4, especially the Wade Phillips defense. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I um, I just – because they had Barron at linebacker, and I was like, I yeah. I thought he was going to be the first to be gone because I was like, he's not really a natural linebacker. And I mean, he kind of fits the mold of Alec Overtree because they had the same kind of – you know progression like in college Alec Ogletree started his first two years as a safety at Georgia 
and then he moved to middle linebacker in his sophomore year. Going into his sophomore year, he moved to middle linebacker. So is he Mark like Barron's doing the same thing. A linebacker or like a money backer? Who? Uh, Ogletree. Ogletree? At Georgia, money backer or linebacker? Well, he was the middle linebacker at Georgia. Oh. But he started out as their, like, his freshman year, he was the starting strong safety. And he oh. actually, I mean, he didn't play bad as a strong safety. So it was really surprising to everyone yeah, around Georgia after. Georgia had another talented safety. Say that again? Is this Georgia had another talented safety they wanted to play. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, his replacement was, I want to say Bakari Rambo, maybe. Who, you know, he he had a great career, but they could have waited a year for him to play. Uh, Ogletree would have been a first-round pick as a safety, just like Mark Barron was. Uh, so, I mean, it, it wasn't like it. They, he made the move because I guess he got bigger. I mean, he kept getting bigger. So, they really kind of had to move him eventually. But, I mean, he was he was fine as a safety. So Yeah, he's uh, in and out of time. It's grunk trade, and like, the Rams going to get grunk, too. I was oh, like, oh, they going to They're going to have a party. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> that's go. That's gonna be their season. They're just gonna. Yeah, they're gonna miss the playoffs and just party. After that's the first year, the Falcons. Uh, they'll start that too. Like, no, we need that big name tight end. I'm like, no, they don't need no Gonzalez. You don't need a Gonzalez like tight end in this offense. <laughs> I mean, they didn't win a championship with the greatest tight ends to ever play football. Uh, wow, like they why, got him why, to the NFC Championship. But why? But they've been to a Super Bowl without him. So yeah. I mean, like making gonna hold that season over them forever. True. True. I they mean, made a Super Bowl with so-and-so. I mean, the, <laughs> it is what it is. It at is this what point. it is. <laughs> I mean, you. I mean, we keep name chasing and people being unrealistic. Like, that's facts. Like, yeah, that, that's the whole premise of this topic. I yeah. mean, we people made the Super Bowl chasing. with a bunch of guys that nobody wanted, essentially. Right. So, yeah. I mean, we had but, Brian but a, but Poole a guy out there. that got cut from the Browns. Yeah, same season. Taylor Gabriel, like yeah. Devontae Freeman, was a fourth-round draft pick. Matt, people say Matt Ryan would never win a Super Bowl. He's never. He's not good enough. He's he has a noodle arm. I mean, <laughs> I never believed that. Even with him coming out of the draft, I always thought that. You know, I always thought that that Matt Ryan would be probably not. You know, maybe a great quarterback, but definitely possibly in the top ten. I think a lot of people, even coming out of the draft, I think were sleeping on him when he was drafted yeah. out of Boston College. Even though he was number three. Yeah. Right. Yeah, was a, that was a weird draft. <laughs> that was right a weird there. draft. Yeah. It was. Yeah, Glenn Dorsey. When where did Glenn Dorsey go in that draft? First, yeah. second, second, no, second, second, second. Yeah, so uh, Jake Long went first. That was that was the time oh, wow. when people were trying to devalue quarterbacks, like we try to devalue right, running right. backs. People were like, well, well, you can win without a quarterback. Yeah, okay, like, go, uh, okay. It's like go to safe pick. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Do that. Yeah, it was like I know Atlanta fans. They wanted Dorsey that year. Yeah, yeah. Or McFadden. Oh my gosh, that would have been such a hell. Yeah, uh, that was but didn't McFadden McFadden went number five overall? I want to say he went four. Fourth. Uh, when did Oakland pick before us or they, they, were, they, they, they were after us? us. Yeah. yeah, but it was either four. or It five. was Chris Long, it was five. Dorsey, Matt Ryan, and then oh, yeah, yeah. and then McFadden. McFadden. I forgot about Chris Long. Chris Long yeah. was the first pick. I, I think that's probably that was, that the, the last Jake. drive where I actually knew what was going on. At the Jake top Long, of the yeah, drive. Jake Long was the first pick. Chris yeah. Chris Long was second. Matt Ryan was third. Glenn Dorsey was fourth. Glenn Dorsey. And then, and then DR McFadden. Yes. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, because, like, me and Jerry talk about this all the time. It's like, if these Falcon fans don't realize how good their team is. Like, they're going to be in. It's like, they're going like, to be in. Oh, surprise. they know. I think they know. No. Uh, they I, keep, I keep hearing because, all the because, because Everybody's when, afraid of Philly Because when, when people leave, the Falcons fans are like, oh, <laughs> The thing is that everybody's chasing Philly now. Uh, Everybody yeah, looks like he's chasing Philly. Philly, Philly, is, Philly did, is doing what they've always done, which is just star chase. Like Philly has always had a bunch of like 
They're like the Dallas Mavericks of the NFL. And then the team they win the championship had no stars on it. Like right. who, who was their right. star this year? Mm. Like who? Who was the guy that just um, gonna sell magazines this year? Um, dude from uh, the running back from um, Jay Ajayi. He wasn't a star. He yeah, barely yeah. played. Yeah. He, but he was like the biggest name on the team. Probably but he barely yeah, played on the for Super Bowl them. Yeah, team. We won a name. <laughs> no, I mean he. Zach Ertz. No. And married to a U.S. woman soccer Carson player. Wentz His with, wife is more famous than he is. And Carson Wentz would have been a star if he didn't get hurt. Famous. But that was that's pretty much it. Like yeah, like Malcolm Jenkins was more famous. Not Malcolm field. Jenkins. Oh, and then Nick Foles kind of became a star overnight. Long, but yeah, hey, Chris Long's not a star. Not I a mean, star. Chris Long's pretty famous. I mean, the like, president shot it out off the field. Yeah, the president shot it out. I mean, football people like people who like just get down and dirty in football love Fletcher Cox. Yeah. That's it. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that's deep in there. And then Lane, I, lo- I love Lane Johnson, but he, I don't even think he played. Did, was Lane Johnson hurt? No, Jason Peters was hurt. Lane, I think Lane played. Uh, he was hurt for most of the year, or he was hurt for part of the year because I remember them saying, "No, you know what? He was suspended the first couple games of the year." Oh, yeah. So, but you know, yeah, I don't really know who who their star was. And then you can look at Minnesota. Who who who's their star? Yeah, they like, don't have. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Stephon Diggs. He's not a superstar. No one had heard of Stephon Diggs before I mean, he, he made had that a, catch. He, no, he had an amazing season, though. No, yeah, Stephon. Yeah, yeah. But Stephon that catch elevated him yeah. to star status, that catch and that run in the New Orleans exactly. game. If, if he never makes that catch, Stephon Diggs is just another guy in the NFL. Yeah, yeah but just... he had like a 300-yard game, I think. What I'm saying season. is people who I, – I don't understand. Casual fans. Casual right, right, fans right. who see a name out there immediately that want – these guys on their team right. don't know who Stephon Diggs is. Yeah, like last casual start, that last start they had with Adrian Peterson, man. Yeah, and as far as that's right. Yeah. Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. He didn't ever win that big no. game. I mean, no. but I mean, but he was pe- more of a people, star in college. Yeah, but right. people knew who, who Teddy Bridgewater uh, well, was yeah, and the fact that yeah. he played for the Vikings. Yeah. Is, that, is that the argument? No, the <laughs> argument is if a, t- if a, if a team if cut said. somebody, fans, casual fans that don't really know the sport, Will be like, oh, I want him on my team. I want him on my team because yeah. he's a team. name. I don't, care. Oh, Joe I don't care. I don't care what we have to give up. I want him on my team because he's a name. I, I, I wanted Joe Hayden. I he's think Joe name. Hayden could have helped the Falcons, honestly. But I wanted Joe Hayden. It's not because he's a star. He's he's a good player. Yeah, it was just yeah, it's just uh, funny like this. So yeah, it's casuals because it's just like I mean I like how Philly they just went back to what they went to come I in mean, like Andy Reid he was just experimenting all over I mean he did the whole, <laughs> the whole uh, dream team yeah, he yeah. had an offensive line coach playing being defensive coordinator and I was like <laughs> yeah. I was like what the world are you? I mean I know you're a good coach I mean you're a good regular season coach but you really just like really think you're like Bill Belichick like you can stick a, a mop there to coach the offense and, you think <laughs> and win 10 games uh, it was just, that was uh, a great team. I, I, I really love that team. That's one of my favorite NFL teams ever. Which team? Yeah, it's fun fun to watch. That, that was the team um, Mike Vick was like back. I remember, like, I just remember. Uh, Do you remember who the quarterback was to start that season? Vince Young? Kevin Cole. Kevin Cole. Yeah. It wasn't Vince Young? Nope. Vince Young was the backup or something? Yeah, was was third string quarterback. Yeah, he was back. Oh. He was talking a lot of stuff. He <laughs> <It> was <laughs> like, like, we got this guy, we got this guy. Like, what you going to do, though? What man? you going to do? <laughs> I said this from Kevin Hart. But you have had, like, you, were, you were a player. You supposed to try to take that spot. but Yeah. Uh, I mean, that that was the issue is the quarterback. Like, Kevin Cole was the quarterback. Yeah. Michael Vick was really brought in to be the backup. Yeah. Well, well, no. no. Mike my, my, my no, Vick no, no, had no. an MVP season. I take that back. That The year before Kevin Cole was a quarterback and he got hurt, Michael Vick took over for him. And Michael Vick started the next year. 
and then they brought Vince Young in to be his backup. Yeah, yeah. Vic my, had a bad year. I think. My, Mike Vick had yeah. an MVP year one year. Yeah, yeah that was the year he took over for Kobe. Yeah, the year before that. One. Yeah, yeah. And then the dream team season was big the next fail. year. Yeah, 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 the next year. And then, and then he uh, Vic had a last hurrah on Monday Night Football. Oh yeah, yeah. He lit up Washington. Yeah. Was that Washington? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. But, I mean, I don't know who they were playing against, but he was playing with Pittsburgh. I think it was Washington on the road, maybe. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, because right. he had on the white jerseys and he was going in. He's like. And there was one more who I was like, uh, yeah, I was yeah. happy for him. These fans though, like I, you know, it's funny hearing it in basketball. Like you hear like the Laker fans and Cavs fans and stuff. Tomorrow. We're gonna get these people. I just never thought I'd see that in football. Like no, that's no, like yeah, that. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> and he yeah. and the guy like he he he. He was like, I told him basically, well, we're not gonna have two first round picks for the next two years. He was like, well, if we got to let some of these players like Deion Jones and 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 Tevin Coleman go, I would and, and Jake Matthew, we get that what they draft for. I said, I'm literally telling you that if we get Odell Beckham, <laughs> the draft is no longer a buffer. Option. Like we can't draft replacement, <laughs> yeah. so we just gonna have we're gonna have what's the guy Ty Sambrello as our left tackle next year. <laughs> Yeah, that's but we gonna have Odell. Odell gonna play tackle too. Yeah, he gonna, Odell, he, gonna Odell do it all. He gonna be chip right. blocking. <laughs> he gonna be chip blocking on everybody. And so he's playing on defense too, like they do in the high yeah, school games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gonna need Odell to do everything. Uh, I wish. Right. I was thinking this yesterday. I was like, I wish there was a show that could explain to fans the CBA and salaries. Exactly. Just, oh just wow. Like, it don't just work like that. Have like a, a finance advisor, analyst, or something. I was just like, it's just like I don't think nobody knows the salaries. It's just like I'm like. Really, like, cause uh, what was it? Uh, Michael Bennett. I was like, if you trade for Bennett or you get salary, that's like over eight million dollars a cap. Like, I don't think people, like people, you know, I know it's always these beat writers and stuff. Talk about you know, non guaranteed contracts, restructures and stuff. It's not like you know, it's still money. It's yeah. still money you got to account for. Yeah. And it's just like you know, like yeah, you see like four point. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they think it was like basketball. Like you know, you see someone like uh, like. Um, like Sean Livingston got a 5.5 cap, like 5.5 on the cap, and then you see someone like Deion Jones get got 2.2 million. You're like, yeah. oh, we can squeeze somebody in there. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh-huh. But they, like, they don't realize you got to pay these guys, and these are like, if you're a superstar in the NFL, like you're not taking a pay cut. Odell Beckham is he's the reason he's on like on the trading block is because he wants more money. So why would he come to Atlanta and want to take a pay cut from what he already makes? Where would he squeeze in? Yeah. Like, how would you squeeze him in? Just, he's already just think about that. He's literally begging for money right now. That's right. why they want to trade him. But you want to bring him into a situation where we can't pay him and just gut the team so we can. Yeah. Buy. Just so you can pay, pay a name. Just buy. And buy. then leave. And then leave. Buy. Right. Yes. And you're left with nothing. Yeah, I just don't understand. <laughs> it's just, it's just, <laughs> it's just like, it's just so, it's just so funny because it's just like I. I appreciate, you know, it's great to hear, you know, Atlanta fans be passionate and stuff about winning. But don't be get, dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just to, don't be dumb. I was trying to say that. <laughs> be passionate, but don't be dumb. Yeah. I'll just say this. There's a reason for some fans why they say fan can be short for fanatic. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's just. <laughs> yeah, just uh, it'd just be nice to have just like a TV show that's being just like realistic. But, you know, because all these little hot take, hot take guys are like, Oh, is he gonna go here? And I was like, Oh, here you go. You're gonna feel these guys. They're gonna take your credibility, and they're gonna like, Oh, it's possible. I got a hot take before we go. Yeah. Odell Beckham will be in a New York Giants jersey next year. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way, no one's taking 
two first round picks and sending them to the Giants for a wide receiver. I'm sorry. Bye. Yo, Kelsey uh, Wright from the Braves, the sideline reporter, she fractured her left eye socket. Oh, my oh, God. What? Yeah. Wow. Man, how did that happen? Oh, she got hit by a foul ball. Oh, man. Ooh. Oh. All right, so on that note, episode Damn. 72 of the A-League Podcast. Damn. Everybody just go around and uh, say their Twitter handles and sign off. Uh, mm-hmm. This is David Norwood. Twitter is at dnorwood90. Uh, this is Jeremy Johnson. Clark <laughs> underscore Kent <laughs> underscore 75. Get my Superman on. You. RashadMilligan.com. You can follow me on Twitter at, uh, I don't even know. <laughs> Akeem Balaam, Twitter, Graham Beyond the W. Check it out. Ryan and the mother talking down on no. Yeah. Made a hundred plays in the fold. Cuz got a mind time stay full. Cuz that's all my Ryan and the mother roll.